Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. From movies to video games, the Achilles heel of most fictional bad guys is just how damn arrogant they are. There are countless examples of villains who think they're the smartest people in the room, when in reality this often means they're complete and utter idiots. And consequently, for all of the following picks, their evil plans were just about in reach, mere inches away from being fulfilled, only to be dashed at the very last minute by a major lapse in logic. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are seven times video game villains would have won if they weren't idiots. Number 7, Vass, Far Cry 3. Now, Vass is one of the very best video game villains of all time. Brilliantly brought to life by Michael Mando, the pirate captivated audiences with his violent game of cat and mouse with Far Cry 3's Jason Brody. He was so effective, in fact, with his dead-eyed stare and endless insane monologues that Ubisoft have pretty much made him the template for every single bad guy in the series since. However, while he's a great villain, he is pretty ineffective at being the killer that he keeps on proclaiming to be. For much of the early game, your character Brody is a pretty inefficient fighter. I mean, after all, he's a Silicon Valley type who's never done a hard day's graft in his life, and yet, somehow, he keeps giving Vast the slip, despite being captured over and over and over again. In fact, every time he's caught, Vast comes up with some kind of elaborate contraption to kill him when he could easily just dispatch him on the spot and save him the hassle further on down the line. Now it is later implied that Vaz might have been letting Brody go on purpose, putting him through some kind of killing joke-esque trial where he's trying to prove that the two are actually quite similar and all that jazz, but even then that doesn't make him any less dumb. He knows Brody is dangerous and continually puts him in situations that he can escape from and then he's just shocked when this turns out to be a bad idea. Number 6, Rafe Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4's Rafe is the most unique villain in Naughty Dog's entire series. He's not a big tough guy trying to end the world, a leader of a bunch of mercenaries or a seemingly supernatural magician. Seriously, Uncharted 3 was weird. He's just a rich dude. From the beginning, Rafe is a guy who already has everything. He has money, power, crazy connections, but what he doesn't have is respect. He's inherited all of his wealth, but has also failed to do anything meaningful with it. Nathan Drake, on the other hand, has come from nothing and can't be renowned as the very best adventurer in the world. Rafe wanted to be thought of on the same level, remembered for more than just being a rich boy in a long line of rich boys, and he does some ridiculously dumb things to get there. After a long line of stupid decisions, including shooting someone in prison to put the entire place 
place on lockdown, using dynamite to find an ancient artifact rather than just figuring out the clues to where it is, and double-crossing his dangerous partner. In the climax, he decides to challenge Nathan Drake to a sword fight on a sinking ship and just abandon the treasure that the two had discovered. Of course, it's this hubris that is Rafe's downfall in the end. Even when he has nothing left, he's still desperate to be better than Drake. Now, I do want to clarify that this absolutely makes him a compelling character, but it also makes him, as a person, so, so dumb. Number five, Liquid Snake, Metal Gear Solid. Liquid Snake is one of the great video game characters, but he's also a damn moron. Even though he says he's all about beating genetics, all he really wants to do is be the ultimate mustache-twirling villain, concocting one ridiculous plot after another, like disguising himself as Master Miller to talk a snake on the codec. This preoccupation comes to a head in the first game's climax, where Liquid has so, so many chances to just kill Solid Snake, but messes up every single one of them. First, he goes up against Snake in Metal Gear Rex, a walking nuclear war machine that just beat a futuristic ninja to death and gets wrecked by one man with a few rockets. He gets another chance though, as he gets lucky and manages to incapacitate Snake afterwards, tying him up on the top of Rex. Ending him after this wouldn't be legendary enough for him though, so Instead, he takes off his shirt, frees him, and challenges him to a fist fight with two special conditions. One, the whole place is rigged to blow in a couple of minutes, and two, if you slip off Rex, the fall will kill you. Now, not only does this result in Liquid again getting his ass handed to him, but the game also proves that he's so stupid that he wasn't even correct about the fall. Liquid actually stumbles off Rex and then doesn't die, undermining his deadly fight scenario in the first place. He's so wrong and it's so convoluted and all he had to do was shoot Snake in the head and just be done with it. Now, again, of course, it is in character that Liquid would go to all of this trouble, as he's all about proving that he's the real successor to Big Boss and not Snake, after all, but that does still make him a total fool. Number 4, Brock Dead Rising. For the most part, the true ending to Dead Rising is a little disappointing. The story becomes a bit of a mess, while the gameplay morphs into being a bit of a slog, as you control photographer Frank West through a bunch of underground tunnels beneath the zombie-infested mall to eventually escape to safety. To make things more difficult though, a deadly special forces team, led by a man named Brock, have also arrived to take out any witnesses. And just as you're about to make your final escape via a jeep, you do come face to face with Brock, who's driving an actual tank. Eventually, he runs you off the road, has the loaded barrel of a tank's rocket launcher pointed at your head, and instead of finishing you off, he pops out, monologues about zombies and their true nature, and then just turns his back on you to stare at a load of zombies for... dramatic effect, I guess? This, of course, allows Frank to jump up and sucker punch him and eventually defeat him, for no good reason at all. Lest we forget, Brock was sat in the comfort of an actual tank. All he had to do was blow you away or wait for the zombies to do it for him, and instead he exposes himself and foolishly turns his back for no good reason. How'd this guy get to be a spec ops leader again? Number three, Alduin, Skyrim. For a thousand year old intelligent dragon, Alduin Shua is a big dummy. The Elder Scrolls V opens, as is series tradition, with the player character as a prisoner, this time en route to Helgen to be executed for undisclosed crimes. However, in a blistering introduction, the sentencing is interrupted by a dragon who kills everyone in its sights and decimates the small village with fire. Like I said, it is a striking opening, don't get me wrong, and it does tease the wider plot to come, with the then unnamed dragon referring to the player as the Dovahkin. When you do know the plot as a whole, it's hard to see this move as anything other than a major error in Alduin 
Ben's grand plan. Now, in the old winged terror's defense, it is hinted that the attack is inspired by the dragon sensing the Dragon Ball nearby and wanting to snuff him out early before he fulfills his destiny. The only problem with this, though, is that all of Alduin's problems would have been solved had he just done nothing. If you remember, the Dovahkin was actually on their way to being executed, and would have been parted from their head had the dragon not interfered. By taking matters into his own hands, then, the villain actually stabbed himself in his own wing. Number 2, Victor Branco, Max Payne 3. Perhaps thanks to its film noir roots, Victor Branco's evil plan in Max Payne 3 is ridiculously complex. A politician and member of the Branco family, a famous rich family in Sao Paulo, he's initially a charming and inoffensive dude looking to clean up the city, but is later revealed to be a total, total douchebag. Not only is he in the business of illegally harvesting people's organs for profit, which is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, a pretty crappy thing to do, all things considered, but he also arranged for his family to be killed and hired Max Payne to take the fall. Essentially kind hearts and coroneting his way through his family until he's the only one left to inherit their money, he had everything figured out except his fall guy. Wanting someone reckless enough that the media would buy him being responsible for the destruction of the family he was hired to protect, and who is more reckless and infamous than the perpetually drunk Max Payne, Victor flew Max in and set his plan into motion. However, while the ex-cop may on the surface appear to be a good candidate to go down for the crimes, as he can't barely look after anyone but himself and has a history of being a violent drunk, he's also Max freaking Payne. He's practically the biggest avenging angel in gaming, adept at getting his own back and head chef of the best revenge dishes. Put simply, this is the one dude in the entire world that you should know not to double cross, and Victor just does it anyway, despite presumably doing his homework on him and knowing about the events of the past two games. Number 1, Darth Vader The Force Unleashed now, on the surface, Darth Vader's weird, convoluted plan to take down a potential rebellion before it begins is kind of smart in a way. Siring a new apprentice, Starkiller, under the pretense that the two will eventually overthrow the Emperor, it's eventually revealed that the plan the entire time was for the new Sith to actually round up the Empire's enemies so they could be taken out in one fell swoop. As mentioned, on paper, that could have been somewhat a sound idea. But Vader's methods actually indirectly serve to inspire the rebellion rather than stop it. Whoops. That's because Starkiller's efforts only serve to bring the biggest attractors of the Galactic Empire together and get them thinking about forming a fully organized opposition, now encouraged that they could actually win. So until Darth Vader stepped in to try and solve the problem, the rebellion was scattered and disparate, and it was only once he stuck his neck in and started meddling that those separate parts came together to form a dangerous hole. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.